Billy Bum's Bottom Shelf Bourbon, the Panhandler's Premium Beverage. Uh. You've been standing on the corner holding a cardboard sign all day. Finally, someone throws a couple of dimes at you. It doesn't matter that it was high schoolers who just needed something to hit you with because now you can take that break you deserve and get yourself some Billy Bum's Bottom Shelf Bourbon. But my, I've been, I've been standing on the side all day, and the caterpillar moving, and I, I, I don't know the elementary spot. And you can tell because Gene Shalit doesn't play bingo anymore. That's why I drink Billy Bums. We put it on the bottom shelf because that's where it goes. Billy Bums bottom shelf bourbon. It's the cheapest. <laughs> Hello and cracking another thank you, Road Soda. On this episode, there's asbestos in the baby powder, monkeys are eating rat bananas, and dolphins can love too. I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me on this episode is Patrick. That's Pat Patrick. It's like two two different names put together like Bob Rick. Dick Rick. <laughs> He's not with us in this intro here, but he is with us in our segments. Uh, we had a shortened episode this week. It's a little shorter than usual due to an unexpected residency move. Uh, but here is our episode. As always, you can always expect to be cracking a road soda every Monday. If you want to call into the show's answering machine and leave a message, you can call into 706-200-1213. Again, 706-200-1213 and leave a message. We love hearing those. And if you ever write into the show, you can write into the show roadsodamail at gmail.com. Again, that's roadsodamail at gmail.com. Really fun episode. Last week we dug into some Craigslist stuff, and this week we uh, we touched on it again. Some really great things came out of the Craigslist stuff, so I hope that you listen all the way through. But uh, but first, how about another s- sweet sweet word from our sponsors? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Incestry.com. Incestry.com. We look at your genealogy and put together a family tree that you can fuck. Developed in Kentucky to mitigate the negative outcomes of inbreeding, Incestry.com is now helping people globally keep it in the family. Our team of Appalachian scientists know just which branch you can swing to without spoiling the fruit. I always have papers for my cousin Shirley. I was worried about what they say about your kids coming out dumb, but Ancestry.com built my family tree and showed me that Shirley is sterile. Woohoo! Thanks, Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. Incest done right. This is the news. I got to try to do something a little different every single time. You, you've done the news with us before. It's just a bunch of news articles. That's, that's correct. 
All right. So there was um, the last time I was here, there was a lady that discarded her child in a bathroom. And yeah, I've yeah. Been thinking it, about what, it ever since. Was it? Oh, did you pause it? Was it a uh, Chili's? No. Was it okay. a Chili's or a? a no, I, it was an Applebee's. I, I can't remember, but it was just it was just the idea that you know that that she that just, she would do it, that. It, well, it just seems so every day. Like it's like I'm not going to actually dispose of it or have any. Sh- it's like shameless. It was she, just like it's it's I did it happened here. <laughs> so, how was she so numb to it? Like yeah. how often has this happened to you? I'm not going to take it. It's probably a few, pretty few times. Yeah, yeah. pretty few times. Last time was was it was a Chili's. Chilies. This is Johnson and Johnson recalls baby powder for asbestos contamination. Okay, so but here, but actually, not for nothing. I don't think asbestos on your butt is harmful. Right. It's only, but it is basically atomized when it's like powder. So it's going to be in the air as you're like putting it on and like lathering up your hands. So if they put a, a warning label that says "Hold your breath while applying." Well, that's what they did. Let's read oh, the article. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Johnson and Johnson. What do you think they did? Hold, their, hold your it's breath. Like, caution. Do not breathe. Well, it's, All like right. the, it's like the iPhone. Next case. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Next. It's the next. All right. How will you solve the other problem? See, turns out that all the, uh, the, they're saying there's whale semen in the, in all the lotion. I say I don't have a response to that. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with this is catching fire. Wear a hazmat suit. Where next. next, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to stick on the Johnson and Johnson's brand. What do they have that might catch fire? So asbestos. Uh, yeah, as far have... as I know, it's really not that big a deal with asbestos. It ha- you have to have prolonged um, um, exposure. So, right. Um, it showed. Yeah, it's so crazy because how? Let's let me ask you this: How do you think asbestos even gets into? like baby powder why because it just looks like baby powder like they make them next this, to each other in the same fucking factory no i might this is my thing remember the big recall of asbestos right okay you couldn't even dispose of it properly it became this big taboo of like oh we yeah. gotta get asbestos out of the walls but then what do you do with it i don't know can we throw it in the ocean no you know no. like so you can't i know right but you no, come a on big warehouse filled with it and they're like you know what if we only put in like a tablespoon it'll be like just a to get filler. rid of it like we're just kind of it's a product it's kind of like um what pt barnum <laughs> did with with that white <laughs> that white you're tuna telling fish. me they just they just need to get you rid know, of just, it yeah if it's that, so small that's... who's gonna test it like you know like we'll just like kinda, they were like how they're putting and they go, I'm not putting this best in my prize. Like, dude, it's like a penny. And they're like, well, we'll take ten tons. Yeah, I'll take exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did, like, what is it? Like the yoga mats in the in the subway bread? Did you hear about that? Like, there's the, an ingredient no. in yoga mats that was also in the bread. But but see, that itself isn't illicit because if that ingredient was wheat, then I would right. go because you could but put wheat in a yoga mat. I think mat. it was. I think the reason it was a story is because it's it's only supposed to be in yoga mats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why do we put wheat in our bread for? Oh, why That's we got wheat? gluten in it. Why are you putting wheat in yoga yeah. mats? You're supposed to be punishing gluten by doing yoga on it. Right. Yeah. Is that what it is? That's what I thought. That was actually how they solved the case. <laughs> the case That's not. what they said. That was their angle. But I, asbestos, I'd put asbestos on a kid's butt. I don't think that would hurt my feelings or, or I would get too scared. Right. Because isn't that what baby powder... I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. Baby powder powders for, for to butts. Chafing, yes. Yeah. Prevent chafing. It, need, it makes a dry, gliding, a, kind yeah, of no frictionless problem. environment. I say I say it's fine for butts. I just fine. say don't, asbestos, just don't breathe You in. heard it. Asbestos is fine for butts. That, uh, yeah. so, dude, my Suncoast, it's, our, it's like the local news station, has the best fucking articles. I find <laughs> most of them there. Uh, this one says, how romantic. That's my own... Okay. Um, that's my own little title. But this comes teaser. to us from my Suncoast of Weather. Mother gives birth in laundry room by candlelight during tornado. 
Okay, I've I've been there. Did well, you've that, been no, there? listen, I've literally <laughs> not kidding you. So, do you remember story. Hurricane Andrew? Were you <laughs> yeah. alive for that? I know you're, you're I wasn't, considerably I wasn't, younger than I wasn't I am. living here for that. So, I we had a friend that um, was in Miami and she was pregnant. She was going to have her kid, and, and my parents were born again Christians or whatever that is. So they didn't go to hospitals. Right. So we went to Miami around that time for to wait for the kid to be born because it should have been there's like a two week window. Hurricane Andrew hit, so our power was out. And literally, she gave birth during Hurricane Andrew. And you were there helping? And uh, no. Let, like, well, I mean, I was there, but they didn't let me help because I, I think it's evil to see a vagina. Yeah, you, but yeah it is Christian. Uh, but let me guess. Let me guess. They named the kid Andrew. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. This, everyone had the same clever idea. We should name him Andrew. Andrew. And that's his name. So he can tell his, which I'm sure he never tells the story. I bet he hates that. Like, what is it's, your name, Andrew? Is there a story? If anyone ever was hurricane? like, is there a story about it? He'd be, no. No. There's no fucking story. I hate this. My parents have been telling him. He grew it. up to be a writer because he yeah. resented. That yeah. that terrible story so yeah. bad. He goes by his middle name, which I don't blame. Is a Logan. Logan. So he's a Logan now. He's a Logan, dude. Just so he doesn't have to tell. This, but that's the thing. No one is ever going to ask him why are you named Andrew. That's it's true. such a regular fucking name. Unless their parents are around, they're like, "You want to know what?" Remember Hurricane Andrew? That's when you know Andrew was born. So that's that happens. So that to me, that's every day. That kind of like having so. Yeah, they were in Texas. It's just like yeah. Was it on purpose? They wanted. To... Yeah, they waited for it. To, it's called a tornado birth. The tornado actually sucks it out. Nice. It's a Native American thing. <laughs> you should read the article. This one is head first, and then you'll see why head first. Okay, rat eating monkeys in Malaysia stun scientists. And and there's a the reason I, is because there's a picture of the monkey, it's a macaque yeah. holding a rat in its hand like it's a banana why and does, eating it like it's a banana. Yeah, head why, first. why does that stun them? He, he's eating it like a cobra would. Like a cobra. You go with the hairline. Oh yeah, because it just fucking backs up. You know, you you make that mistake once. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you sit there. That's what probably happened. Or he just he doesn't want to eat the poop. I bet you he stops right before the entrails. Why are they stunned? Are they not supposed to eat rats? I guess it's, uh, they do just not as much as they are. Gotcha. (laughs) So this is on a, yeah, killer monkeys were found to be, that's the thing. They're killing rats. You don't got to call them killer monkeys. Yeah, exactly. uh, Killer monkeys. Exterminating monkeys. Yeah, rat exterminating monkeys were found to be catching and gobbing, gobbling up large rats in Malaysia. Yeah, they are pretty big. This thing, that's a small monkey. Oh, that's a big rat. <laughs> Stunned scientists discovered the rat-catching macaques on palm oil plantations, so it's just not one, mm-hmm. and say the hungry predators could be used as pest control. Yeah, it's like the the plantation is causing the rats. Like yeah, this exactly. unnatural thing is what's causing the unnatural Make, influx in rats. Yes. And now the monkeys are forced to eat the rats because I guarantee the rats are eating the same foods the monkeys are like or, fucking fruits and shit. They're in such abundance that it's easier for them to eat the rats now than what anything else Absolutely. available. They can just sit there and a rattle happen by. Plus they get that like rat pump, you know, you get, you feel, you start feeling you start, like all jacked <laughs> up that's, from all the rat. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat. Yeah. You've never gotten rat pumped before? No. Is no, this I've product they sell at GNC rat pump? Rat pump. <laughs> it is. I like that they make it a boon of like, yeah. The, how can we exploit this? So nature is creating this unnatural right. behavior, and they're like, we can exploit it. Why, why don't we I hire macaques out to farms? There's some awful like company like Johnson and Johnson that's got their own like palm oil plantation, <laughs> and they're like, go see how much they want for those monkeys. 
<laughs> buy all the babies from all those monkeys and bring them to the plantation of Wisconsin. <laughs> get, the, get, the, get the rat population. That's a new species of rat. All right, so there's only uh, there's three more left, and I'm, I'm going to read you my titles, and then just want you to choose from one of those. The Canadians? Question mark. Musk net or can't rat no words. We gotta do the Canadians. Right, Canadians? Question mark. I honestly don't remember can, any of these. I can answer the question. I'm sure. I'm okay. Look, the Canadians Canada. watch a real life invisibility cloak designed by military designed for military use. First line. <clears throat> Canada's hyper-stealth biotechnology already manufactures camouflage uniforms for militaries across the globe. And I said, the Canadians? Yeah. We don't want to stay. We, we are very self-conscious about standing in someone's way. When they're shooting. We didn't even think uh -huh. of military app. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> app like, we're just like, oh, someone sometimes needs to read something behind us. Why not wear a suit? You should just be invisible. That makes us out. invisible. It's best if you're See, just not in anyone's yeah. line of sight. It's it's the Americans that are going. Hey, I got an idea. We could shoot somebody. Now we can use it to shoot people. Yeah. I just yeah, that was the most. Uh, com I didn't know they did any. I didn't know they. But there you, are two great museums in Canada, and you're probably, you're probably not going to think that either exist, but they do, and they're fantastic. Uh, they're in Ottawa, if you're ever there. And one is the National War Museum. And the uh -huh. other one's their National Space Museum. Right. And you wouldn't think. Let me see. Let me guess. That war. That one is real. They're both small. The war one is gigantic. <laughs> The space one's pretty small, but no, it's actually gigantic. And uh, yeah, you learn that they've been the, the can Canadian perception is actually an American uh, 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 opinion that the world has. It's not them. Really? They've been a so part of there, tons of yeah. wars. Well, no, they now because they watch our TV, they now believe it. They just I'm go, saying, oh, yeah. I guess we're we're just passive and polite, but they're not. No, Canadians are. That's not their quality. It's just when you watch American television and we put a, uh, we make Canadians yokels. They show, right. oh, hey, nice to meet you. Because they are you the know. yokels to the north you'll and the, never, the Mexicans to the south. You'll be so disappointed. Any any expat in Canada is like, I was really disappointed. People are not. Well, you heard it, you heard it here first, everybody. Canadians aren't pussies. They're just, just like <laughs> everywhere else you go, as far as I know. As far as warring goes. Yeah. But we do the best, right? We're, we're the best at war, America. The U.S. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if because we decide what the metrics are, <laughs> you always will do the best. Yeah, yeah we are. We do. do we do that. Because, we do both. Yeah, we're the best at both. But uh, <laughs> the best at war, technically, is probably France, and they have the worst reputation. That's probably why. How is the France so going to be the best at war? They have the, pretty much the highest success record. It's over like seventy percent in wars that they've been in. So the they're wars just that they're just won. choosing. They're they're afraid. They're not going after they those just wars. Did they just shitty in World after. War Two, and we accentuate World War Two. So now mm -hmm. they look like whole world because they were terrible. Well, that was a good one. World War Two was a good one. Was the big one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. See how that was. See that was a fun new segment, right? No. Why not? I just I'm just giving facts. I'm well, this kidding. isn't about you, so how about that? Hey, new clubs again, Bob? You just got a new set. That class action lawsuit I was a part of just settled. Oh, really? Which one? The one involving red Toyota Corollas. But, uh, you drive a Lincoln. Exactly. You gotta call these guys and get in on the action. Class action now. There are so many class action lawsuits. If you haven't settled with one yet, you are missing out. That's why we are here. Class Action Now. Matching real people with real class action lawsuits. If you or someone you know has ever eaten too much at a Golden Corral, or felt ridiculed for your film purchases checking out at a Holiday Inn, or been groped by a priest in Vermont or Pennsylvania, coming soon, Ohio, or been sexually harassed by Donald Trump, 
Or did that tweet from Stephen A. Johnson spoil the ending of Game of Thrones for you? Then log on and fill out our short survey and we will match you with class action lawsuits that fit you. Remember, if you're not settling, you're losing. Class action now. Uh, so last week we did this little Craigslist thing. I said there would be a continuation where uh, there was a Craigslist posting mm -hmm. of I put up. Uh, it was looking for someone with, who has an interesting story. Yeah. Which I'm going to go into that a little bit after. I just want to do the phone thing because, of course, everybody, we do have a phone number that you can call in and leave your messages. Give us your, whatever message you want. Mm -hmm. It's 706-200-1213. Easily, the, probably the easiest number on the face of the planet. <laughs> 200 1213 it's come I on think, i think your social security number is actually easier to remember which is than that which than is, that number which is what yeah what is it it's, uh <laughs> mine starts with an eight uh yeah 706 uh 200 uh one uh, two uh three yeah it's one two one three i'm one, trying two, to one, three. get all my ahs and ums out uh so there was a posting on craigslist okay so uh with the phone number you know mm -hmm. uh just trying to you know, we've got some postings with, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys are, anyway, uh, we had a posting last week for the Craigslist phone number, and this is like a another posting. Just trying to see yeah. what, you know, what's going on. Um, see who responds to this, see who these yeah. people are. What yeah, just and, and what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so this is the, the Craigslist ad said, need bodyguard just to uh, no. remind everybody the bar is set at the guy who changed his dna <laughs> yeah. to his sister so i'm hoping he would yeah, continue he's an interesting guy i'm hoping he called in again that's when i that's my that would be really I cool if he did i mean I, I i wish the universe yeah. was that good at doing comedy <laughs> okay, <it's interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> uh so this was the posting so the posting the title said um girls night out needs bodyguard oh cool okay my friends and I go out every weekend and we are sick of creepy guys constantly approaching us while we are trying to have fun. We decided the next time we go out, we are going to hire a bodyguard to go with us and keep the losers from ruining our <laughs> night. If you are big, strong, and can help four girls have a good night, please call this number. And leave a voicemail to tell us about yourself and why you should, and why you would be good for your job. We'll, <laughs> we will listen to the messages and choose the best one. No texting. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Right. Uh, so just, yeah. we. So so yeah. So some people were uh, interested in the job, and um, I'm trying to open up the the first one. I don't know any of these these people. Uh, I don't know their their names or anything. But yeah. So these are some of the responses we got. Let's go ahead and open up the first one here. It's got a load. It's all through um, the internet. This is Rich. I am 6'2 and about an even 200 pounds. And I definitely understand y'all want to be able to go out and have a great time without the interruptions and whatnot. One of my best assets is I like to plan before I go and take a route in the streets or whatnot. I like to plan where I'm going to go when I'm going to go and when I'm going to step away and when I'm going to leave and everything. So uh, I try to be very detailed like that. So that way, you know, we not only know that, hey, you're all going to go out and have fun, but 
we know where our route's going to be, where we're going to go, how long we're going to be there, and when we take off and y'all exit and uh, yeah, very, very have good mm-hmm. a great time and say drive back home or whatnot. So, but yeah, he sounds smooth. Again, my name is Rich. I like I like him. I like I think he's uh, like probably the n- number one candidate. He sounds like yeah. he knows what he's doing. He sounds like he's yeah. definitely been in the field <laughs> before. Being Pro- in the protecting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we got a a, a couple pretty similar to that. man. I, I now that you've said that that guy with the uh, the blood. You know his yeah. my blood type changed. Now that's all I can think about. I was like, God damn, like, because he didn't. I, he didn't call. I really yeah. wish he would have called in because that's like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect joke. But he didn't. He the first times he just happened to. Let's see. Here, here's, here's another one. Yeah, hi. I'm inquiring about your bodyguard position. Um, just wondering if you guys have uh, benefits. You know, <laughs> medical, dental, dental <laughs> maybe even vision, uh, and if you're willing to match on my. 401k, you know, if this is going to become great. a full-time gig, I'd like to think long-term about some things. Uh, anywho, you guys have a great day now, toodaloo, and uh, hopefully I'm considered for the uh, job. Thank you. I'm considering him for sure. Fuck that first guy with his details and his professional. This guy is this about, guy, about what <laughs> Are you going How? to put money in my? Are you going to match my four hundred one k? So this, they he thinks that they go out full time. Like how much work well, there could they a, be given? I mean, they do. They go every weekend. But, but so he's going to get dental from a, a once twice a week. Well, we job. got. I mean, they got have. They've got money. Yeah, I guess he's just letting them know. That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I let me know. They, he's <laughs> just letting them know that if I'm going to do this, if, if maybe I'm he's gonna, the guy that's. If I'm going to quit my dog walking job. Do you think any bodyguards ever said toodaloo? Toodaloo. Uh, this guy. This guy, <laughs> the most credible candidate yet, in my opinion. Yes. He said the toodaloo is what the, It's so he's not threatening, right? That's his, he's he's a, so aware of his threatening demeanor that makes him effective in his bodyguarding job that yeah, he like wants a, to bring it down for his clients. Like a giant guy named Tiny. Yeah. That's what he was doing. He's like toodaloo. He's, he's so comfortable. Toodaloo, yeah. That's also like his catchphrase, like when he tosses somebody out of a bar. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's in the trailer. That's right. Toodaloo. He's going to say it. The weekend bodyguard. It's fucking, did you, did you see toodaloo? Yeah. All right. So this is a, this is the last one. Um, we have dental. We don't, I wish, are you going to respond back and just say, we, we, we do dental in 401k, but not vision. Not Sorry. vision. Sorry. That's just and too see, much. See, see what it's like, he's like, now I, I'm not going to take <laughs> I can't take it. So I really wish now I, w- I, I wish I would have saved that one for the end because I feel like that was probably I, I have the burden of knowing of all, what all these are, yeah. except for that one I kind of forgot. But this is this is the last one. Now. How you doing, ladies? This is uh, Sharif. Um, a lot of people know me as Steve. Okay, bye. Actually, in regards and response to who you had, you know, not bodyguarding. Oh, and I wonder. I can't like fast forward it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let, let's keep playing it. Let's keep playing it. But it was actually kind of interesting because I haven't done it since I was out in Mississippi. But six two, two forty. It's a big boy. Mm-hmm. No, very demanding presence. Demanding presence. <laughs> That's what I want in my bodyguard. <laughs> if you want, give me a call back. Right, bap, bap, don't, don't give us your number. Don't give us your number. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till he's done. Bap, 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 bap. Talk a little bit more, you know, 
want. Uh, you, you need the first guy to plan out these segments for you because he would have this all. Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, Jackson. It's rough out there. That's rough. Oh, it's rough out there. That was. Yeah, uh, he's ladies. yeah. Well, so that guy condemns all, all of Jackson, Mississippi. That's not a, if you're looking to go out and not be hassled. Don't go to Jackson, Mississippi. Well, I mean, when he's there, yeah, it's like the man's. It's like uh, what's that movie with? Uh, it's um, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. It's like Roadhouse. He's like he's like the best in the biz. Yeah, we're basically just looking for our Roadhouse. I like that. That you know, I did not foresee that that their credentials were going to be what shitty area you've survived. Yeah, yeah I, I mean that's that what he was be. using. He's just like Jackson. Jackson I've survived oh, that. Shit. I'll survive anything. And goddamn, you know, it's rough out there, man. Know, he Southern said it. Florida. Right? He did and, say it's rough. Yeah. So uh, that is, I don't know, um, you know, the thing is now we're just going to, you know, just see, keep seeing what fruitful things Craigslist brings us, right? Mm. And so uh, I did say the last time, a long time ago, uh, probably episode like 70 or something, we did this ad. And like I said, we, we uh, interviewed somebody who was a phone sorry i'm like brain farting a phone sex operator so we and that was a really cool uh, interview her name was summer xxx i can't i think it's like episode 76 or something is the sex figurative in in phone sex just really i mean this is a completely honest i mean question. someone comes well how do you define sex <laughs> I, I i thought sex you know was was the the making a kid right is that not what sex is I guess maybe they're just me- misconstruing. So you would say this is just masturbation, phone sex master, phone masturbator. I it just it's just not an interesting term to say phone sex, but no one's actually fucking a phone. Right, but it, I think they're just can taking the fact. So that if I fuck a, jack- a phone, that I can't call it phone sex. Well, it is. No, it's well, sex phone. But, but people would be confused. Well, figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want from me, man. I, I just honestly, I just I'm just taking it literally. It's just I don't know why it's called phone sex. But okay. Yeah, but she was sorry. She didn't answer that question. That would okay. be the first question I asked right. her. So, uh, well, let's. I don't remember the questions I asked. It was a good interview. It was a fun interview. She had some. I'm. Just, I'm so. No, I'm not upset. My brain is just like because <laughs> I'm like reading things, a uh, as well as um, you know, trying to bring this up. Anyway, I took screenshots of some of the people that wrote in that want to tell us their stories. But I think we've ch- made our choice as far as who we are going to interview mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. I hope you uh, are excited about it too, whether you're there or not. But um, let's see. So this person wrote to us and they said, here's my story. I want to, well, I got fired, broke up with my boyfriend, had my car broke down all in the same week. And I've been using it as an opportunity to rebuild my life at 29. So I think I'm still living my stories. I mean, we sh- that's a pretty good interview, right? Hmm. Um, it's, it's a good country Western song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if it's, Uh, that's what I'm, yeah, it is. You're right. That does have all the, 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 uh, benchmarks of a good. So are we looking to to take her life and derive it into a country Western song? And well, maybe when we do, maybe one day we will, but, uh, I for the interview. Um, let's see. How about this one? I guess I have a very interesting, uh, story as well. Major. Uh, as a major best friend for life drama, my best friend for life of over 20 years had a fallen out recently over her adult daughter, punching me, a 39-year-old, in the face in front of her little sister and her own nine-month-old son. 
She has also hit her own mom in the face, gave her two black eyes. She hit her own sister in the jaw so many times it dislocated it forever. Ask her for that girl's interview. I want to interview the person punching people, not yeah. a victim of the punching. Can you give me? I want to do that. Crazy. And we'll just sit down with headgear on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and like say, yeah, try to get an interview. Yeah, we'll just interview with her and see if she starts swinging. Swinging. What do that, we got to do? That'd be more interesting. Ask her for the that girl. We'd like to interview. I think her. that that girl just needs like uh, a therapist, like someone really nice to talk to. Maybe. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think. <laughs> uh, maybe not. You know, yeah, well, okay. I, I don't know. Like, I just I'd think like there's, to hear both sides of that story. I think uh, she was, it was, she was doing more of like a Dear Abby kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to help, but I'm too much of a stupid white cyst male gendered uh, whatever. I'll, I'll show up. I can represent it. I'll represent. What do you want me to represent? <laughs> any race, um, any gender. So this is the one I think, I think we're going to interview this person right here. Okay. okay. And um, in fact, I've already, re- anyway, let's do it. So yeah, I have an interesting story that ought to make a good podcast. Same opener. Everyone right. had that opener, so I'm not impressed, right? Yeah. In 1971, while attending New College, oh, he's a local guy. Local, yeah, I know New College. Yeah. I fell in love with a female dolphin who worked at an amusement park in Nokomis. I, okay. And we made love. And then I lost her. And I wrote and published a book about it, Wet Goddess, Recollections of a Dolphin Lover which got made into an award-winning short film, Dolphin Lover. <laughs> if you've gotten this far, we might talk. Call me. Then he gives me his number. What amusement park in Nokomis? It was called uh, Florida Land. I don't remember an amusement park this in Nokomis, but there is definitely people fuck dolphins. That story is the thing. That is actually like an internet famous story. Yeah. So it was, it's been, he wrote this a long time ago. Yeah. It's been no, out there say, for I've a while. Heard, yeah. Yes. And then there was, uh, not too long ago, somebody who read it, who actually understood how to like use the internet and everything wrote up like a crazy blog piece about this outrageous story that Mm -hmm. he read. That's a, that's true or supposed to be. Yeah. And it, they post it and then somebody from like Reddit found it and it just flooded through Reddit. And now just like this dolphin sex sort of trope, like anytime you hear dolphins on the tip of a millennial's tongue is, you know, people fuck them. Well, right? just because I, of like, but if I'm not mistaken in the story, sorry, because I, if I, this is the same story I read. It's actually a male dolphin and it's a male person and he's actually just giving hand release to the dolphin, right? I don't believe so, but that, oh, okay. but you, in because, the actual because, story I've heard, I've in the actual story of wet goddess that what I've heard is he did it, but you are thinking of that, uh, there, but that did happen in the, I'm sorry, in that experiment that they did in the flooded house in the Bahamas. Gotcha. And that they made a dolphin live in a house with a girl okay. for like uh, three months. And the girl ended up jacking the dolphin off. Well, that I didn't hear that story. But I, I've heard about dolphin trainers jacking off the male dolphins. I, I, I will refuse to believe. Just that, part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you got to make the talent happen. <laughs> it happens in Hollywood. Why wouldn't it happen in sea, oh you know, sea world? But the, the thing is, is that I, I don't, for one Second, if his story is that he had uh, vaginal intercourse with a dolphin, that he would drown. That that wouldn't happen because they're a lot like dogs. No, dude, she would like blow air into his mouth like when he needed it. <laughs> yeah, out of the blowhole. Yeah, because it's yeah. – Right. <laughs> no, it, it, you would drown. You couldn't yeah. because they, they hold on like a dog and then they don't they, – they decide when to let go of your member. So he right. would be subject. Maybe you should read his book because he says he did. Okay. He said it was in the shallow water. 
Yeah. About two to three feet of water. Okay. And she would lay on her side. Well, it may be. And he had a, he had a breathing apparatus. No, no, they don't. But they, I've, I've seen dolphins have sex. David Attenborough makes some really but dirty movies. Dolphins. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're also really smart. Maybe sometimes they want to have sex on their side. So they the, do the dolphin goes, they let's do have sex style. human style. Because yeah, <laughs> it's kinky. It's like doggy style. It's like humans like to do it like a dog. Yeah. So, so for the dolphins, it's like, let's do it human let's, style. Let's do it human style. Well, I, I, I have a hard time believing that, but I do believe that, yeah, you could, you could definitely <laughs> jack off a, well, a male dolphin, gonna, and I think he would love, he would thank you for it. And I, well, you know what? Yeah. I think we are going to find out for ourselves because I definitely reached out to that guy because cool. I really, really want to. And he, he's he says safe, he's a real he's person. A, he's a you know, you, could, that, you, you can look his name up. And I, yeah. that was the first thing I did when I went and Googled it. And this is the name of the guy that wrote this book. Yeah. Um, shit, what did I do with his name? Well, did he link to the short film on YouTube? No, that would have been really funny. Um, his name is like Michael something. And he actually just emailed me back a little bit ago. So we'll see how. I, I just haven't read it yet. So I'm hoping that. He doesn't think that I'm going to, like, make fun of him. I mean, he knows what he did is fucking wacky. Like, there's no way that, like, he lives a life where he's, like... What makes it wacky? Uh, just, just because the, just nobody, cross. nobody's ever done it before? Not the, no, no, no. It's, I, there's, it's, it's very taboo in, our, in, in most culture mm -hmm. to fornicate with, a, with, an, with an animal because people's minds, animals don't have the right to make choices. Gotcha. When a so you're talking involved. about consent. You're talking about consent. I'm talking you're, about consent and okay. bestiality. You're skipping the fact that he did a dolphin. But, bestiality. But, but <laughs> you can't fuck a dolphin. I mean, you we're, can't fuck we're, an animal. We're beasts. I, mean, I understand. I'm not... On. Look, look, look. look. We're not talking about my own point of view. Yeah, I, listen, I'll, listen. You know what? I've seen a, a cute... Uh, a schnauzer time and again you know <laughs> yeah. but like just, but just, just in you, it, it is i'm the angle is yeah. a cultural thing okay. in america yeah. it is taboo and to, it and, and he wrote a book and about it's it interesting so he's, that he's parroting it yeah like i would like to know his motivation for why he wants to be known as the dolphin fucker because he's trying to maybe he, his mission is to try to show it's not so like they're like it's not so crazy as you think they're, they're very intelligent he made the mm -hmm. decision she made the decision we mm -hmm. there was real love i think that's the what he's really trying to portray is that there was real love and that's my like i want to mm -hmm. i want to interview him and not belittle him i don't well, want to no, make fun of him and but I, and I'm I don't gonna, and you gonna, never like, you never would because honestly i like that because he's saying that there was real love so this is the thing is it, it is it's weird to me that as a human being that people would judge a real love that he feels he had with this doll of sex when we have non-love, the casual degrading sex with humans and that's right. fine. Yeah. So, I mean, but like, they made a choice. They said, yeah, I guess I'll fuck you. But then, but I yeah. And he says, so that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's back to consent. Right. So everyone's consent is worried about. He's dolphin. trying to prove that dolphins can give consent. <laughs> I think he must have, I'm assuming he did it in the water that of they course, didn't bring yeah, the dolphin bring into a bed. So that's the dolphin's domain. I would, I would think you could so make you an argument that it's the dolphin's domain. And then right. honestly, you, you, you probably would not be able to bend a dolphin to your, your will. Yeah. I think they're pretty strong. It seems like they're just yeah. one big muscle. And that, that's, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know where the bones are in a dolphin. Unless, uh, I mean, unless his story involves bribing him with a fish or right. something, but I don't think, I don't, I think the dolphin would know. I just have to jump through a hoop to get a fish. Like I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to do any new tricks. Oh, dude, he really sent me, um, I have Skype. I use PayPal as well. Sweet. Yeah. He is, he, yeah. His name is Malcolm Brenner. So you can Google, you can Google it if yeah. you want, but he, yeah, it is real. It's a real movie. It's everything. Was, I think and, he's, and there was really a, a sea park in, in, in Nokomis. It must've been places. back in the seventies. Must've been. Maybe they, they thought Nokomis was going to be the big town. <laughs> Maybe you never know, man. They make, they've been wrong lots. Damn. So yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that segment next week. Or hopefully we get an interview with him this week. I don't want to say it's absolutely next episode, but I am that I want to do that interview. That would be a lot of fun that to would, do. Yeah, no, I, there's no reason that's not a, to. That's a good interview. There's no reason not to. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Smuggle Buddy. The number one smuggling app. Download Smuggle Buddy and easily smuggle everything. Drugs, people, and drugs in people. With Smuggle Buddy, tracking your paraphernalia has never been easier. Know what's on the ground, in the air, and in the toilets at all times. Expense tracking, airfare, supplies like baggies and laxatives, all at your fingertips. I'm a mule, and I raise death every day from a rupturing drug-filled condom in my stomach. Last thing I need is a missed payment from my coyote. For mules, Smuggle Buddy is a game changer. Mules can pair with dealers and coyotes, track frequent flyer miles, and with the seamless payment feature, you will have your money before the last baggie hits the toilet water. Thanks, Smuggle Buddy! Smuggle Buddy, your one-stop shop for smuggling solutions. A Popco brand. You know, it is possible to have too short of a road soda. If you think, if you think that was too short of a road soda, I don't know uh, what accent that was or where it came from. It just kind of accidentally came out because I spoke like an idiot. I hope you enjoyed this episode. What did we learn today as this episode just floated on by? We learned that uh, if you build a plantation somewhere and you screw up the ecosystem that you can make monkeys eat rats. And eventually, if you do things right, you might be able to get rats to eat monkeys. I'm sure they could figure that out. We also found out that the author of Wet Goddess lives pretty damn close and surfs Craigslist. And, uh... We're hoping that we're going to get an interview with that guy. We're, things are moving along. We're exchanging some emails. I think it's going to happen. And uh, we should get that interview maybe in the next episode or two. Don't worry. We'll see how it goes. I want to get you too worked up. Let's see, folks. You can call the show at 706-200-1213 and leave a voicemail. That's a real number with a real voicemail with the real people listening. 706 200 one two one three. Also, you can email us roadsodamail at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us, I don't know, a, a cool video or something that you think we should see. And above all things, this week, try to go to bed early. Just try it. Maybe you didn't last night, but uh, try it tonight. It'll change, it'll change how you look at things. <laughs>